Hello and welcome back to the Mod Pod or the Modern Podcast, whichever you prefer. My name is Ava, I'm your host, and oh my gosh, what a couple of weeks. Um, so as I explained last week, it's been two weeks since I released a full-length episode, but I had a little absence, and then last week, obviously, I didn't have a full-length episode. I explained that last week if you don't understand go ahead and back and listen to that it's quick it's under 20 minutes um yeah and I share some poetry too which is cool so um what uh that's a lot has happened um as I explained last week I started going back to school in person and it was a lot um this is my second week back. I'm recording this on Wednesday, and I am in the middle of my in per- my second in-person week, and it is exhausting. Um, I it it's a lot different because for the past 10, 11 months, I have been sitting in my uh, in my room at my desk where I'm currently am right now. Um, just going to classes online, logging into the Google Meet, things like that, and it's a lot less taxing mentally and physically than going around in school and having to walk everywhere and stuff like that, and plus I'm taking weight room, so that probably doesn't help with my level of exhaustion, but it's been a lot. There's I just, oh, a lot has happened. I got my permit recently, and I started driving, so that's really exciting. Um, oh, I, I mean, it's just been, I've had a lot on my plate, and I haven't really had time to carve out for podcasting, so I was just like, I'm not even going to worry about it this week. It was my first week back. I had exams. Or, well, I had a, I had exams the week that I didn't upload, and then last week was my first week back, and that's why I put out a short, short episode. So, a lot happened. Like I, like I said, like, five times already. Um, a, a, a lot kind of happened in the span of a couple weeks, and it uh, was just starting to settle on me when it came time to record for that week. So, I... I'm glad that I was able to pull together a topic for this week, and I am glad that I was able to talk about it for so long. Um, I am, like I said last week, I am very excited to hear reactions to this episode. I have a lot of thoughts, and they're kind of all over the place. Um, And so I'm gonna say this in a couple minutes, but the topic for this week is male validation, and I kind of want to just put out a little disclaimer here before we start that I am, yes, fully aware that not all women feel the need to to search for validation or to have validation from men in order to feel good about themselves. Yes, I am aware of that. I am also aware that men can also feel this feeling too. Um, I am aware that men can feel this feeling from women. I'm aware that, I'm aware of all of that, um, but I just kind of wanted to focus on one thing, um, on the way that women feel 
the need to have validation from men. Some women feel the need to have validation from men, and that's kind of just what I focused on. Um, again, because it is the thing that I can relate, that I have experience with, um, that I am able to relate to, so... I, this is just the kind of thing that I wanted to talk about. So I just wanted to put this out there just to let everyone know that yes, I am aware of all of the other combinations of people who need validation because we all do as human beings and that's normal. But um, I just kind of wanted to put out there that yes, I am aware. I'm just focusing on this because I do see this as being the most common, at least from the experience, the experiences and the way I have seen the world. So Again, I just wanted to put that out there just because I didn't want anyone to misunderstand what I'm saying. So, and again, like I'm not trying to speak for all women when I say this or any of this. I am speaking from my own experience and from the way I have felt. So, I just wanted to put all that out there quick before we begin the episode because I just wanted to make sure that we all are on the same page and that we all understand what I'm trying to get at here. So... With that being said, with all of the things that needed to be taken care of being taken taken care of, um, I'd love to get on with the episode, so I hope you all enjoy. So this week I'm going to be talking about a topic that is a little, is kind of hard for me to talk about because it's something that I still struggle with. And so before we get into it, I know I put a disclaimer right before this, but before we get into it, I just would like to remind you all to be kind with your thoughts and comments um, about this episode and what I'm talking about because I still struggle with this. Um, And the topic I'm going to be talking about is nail validation. I'm going to kind of go through a couple different things. I'm going to go through my personal feelings and thoughts around this and what I've struggled with with this topic then I'm going to talk about why do I think that um, we do this as women and then I'm going to talk about strategies that I have um, used to start being able to get away from this kind of thinking um, this kind of basing my self-worth off of how men see me or view me so I think I'm just going to get right into it. Um, I'll start with how, with my thoughts and feelings around this topic because, oh my gosh, I came up with two examples um, that I think will work and will be able to, that I can explain well enough. So I started going to, uh, my, my school offered... Um, offers the weight room up in the summer and that means that they will allow people to come into the weight room in the mornings you they they have to be known by people in the school obviously so like alumni or um, current students um, and you can go into the weight room in the morning from like 6 30 to 9 30 and do a workout um And so the summer before seventh grade, I started going in the weight room, um, mostly because I wanted to get stronger for sports. I play basketball and soccer, so those are both very physical contact sports. Um, So I wanted to build up some strength for that. And I quickly started to realize that I was one of the only, if not the only girl there. 
this is going to be hard to explain because I have a lot of thoughts around this. Um, it kind of started to bother me in the way that I felt like I was, I, I just felt uncomfortable some of the time, not because of anything that anyone in there did. Nobody was like made f fun of me. Nobody was um, making me feel uncomfortable with like the way that they were talking or things like that. N none of that kind of stuff. More so the fact that I was just this honestly this tiny skinny little seventh grader in a room working out in a room full of high school and adult men and these and when I say adult men I mean like recently graduated alumni um so I just I felt I don't want to use the word inferior because in, that doesn't really express how I feel but like I felt weak at times, like, I started to compare myself to people, and that although that was, like, completely unfair, these were boys who had been working out for way longer than I had, who were way older than me, whose bodies reacted differently to working out than mine did, um, I just honestly kept forgetting the fact that, like, this was my first year working out, this was my first time in the weight room doing that things like that, and I just, I started to feel like I was weak and that I was not enough and so then I kind of got it into my head that I need to prove that I was just as good as them if not better than them and I needed to build all this muscle and I needed to make sure I was strong so that I can be so that even if no one, because no one made any comments, no one said anything, they just accepted the fact that I was there. For the most part, they just ignored me it's fine. Like, that that was perfectly fine with me. I did not want to talk to people. I did not want to. None of them made me feel uncomfortable. None of that stuff. I just started feeling this need to prove that I was, like, just as good as them, even though these were boys who had been working out way longer than I had, who, again, like, were way older than me. Like, this is, this is very it was a very unfair comparison that I was making, but I was making it all the same. So I started feeling this need to, like, again, like, prove that I was just as good as them and to, like, I felt the need to prove something to them even though they couldn't have cared less what I was doing. That's just the fact of it. Like, I was just a little seventh grader who was in there. They, I, they didn't really care. It was like, I was just, I was just there. It didn't mean anything. And... So with this need to prove that I was strong and capable, even though literally no one cared, um, it meant that I would have start. I started to avoid things that could possibly make me seem weak, which at that time was the bench press. So I would. My legs. I've always been strong. I've always. I've. I've had strong legs for a while that happens when you start playing sports um and you run in the sports that I play you run a lot so you build muscle um and so I would I would always go to the squat racks and I would start squatting and I built up a lot of leg muscle that way and again I still worked out my arms I still did all that but my arms weren't as muscled as my legs and that's still something that I'm trying to balance out today like 
7th, 8th. Three years later, I'm still trying to balance that out. I don't avoid the bench press anymore. Um, I've gotten over that, but in the beginning, when I was starting to build muscle, I avoided the bench press because for a variety of reasons, honestly. One, I didn't want to seem weak because I couldn't bench press 45 pounds, um, two 45-pound things on each side, like with a 45-pound bar. So I don't I don't even want to do the math for that, but that's over 100 pounds because I couldn't bench press over 100 pounds. Like I didn't want to seem weak because I couldn't do the same amount as them, even though, again, first of all, most likely none of them cared. And second of all, like I... Even if they did care, I had just started working out. Like, I was clearly inexperienced with this. This was not something that I am or that I was very adept at. Not something that I had been doing for a long time. So it was, like, not a big deal if I didn't bench press 45 pounds now. And I see that now, but, like, that's... Or I, if I didn't bench press over 100 pounds. Like, I see that now, but I didn't see that then. And it just, like, it was very frustrating. It's, or it's very frustrating to look back at now because, I mean, I'd say that I'm pretty caught up with the ratio of legs to arms. It's not, okay, so when I'm saying that, I'm, I feel like I'm over-exaggerating a bit. I'm not saying that, like, my legs are gigantic and my arms are tiny. Like, that's not what I'm saying. My, they're if you want to use the word proportionate, like I work out my arms at the same time, the same amount that I work out my legs, I'm balanced. But in the beginning, I wasn't balanced. Um, and I would work out my legs a lot, but, and I would still work out my arms, but I wouldn't do them as much. And that was because I didn't want to seem weak because I didn't want to seem like I was, I, I, like, I don't even know how to explain it. I, I started to compare myself to them and whenever someone would talk to me or they would, you know, say, like, I don't know, if someone would bring up weight room, like, eventually I started to, like, be able to have, like, a friendly conversation with some of the people in there, and if they would be like, oh, that was good, or, like, good job on that, I'd feel like I had accomplished something, and not necessarily that, like, compliments are a bad thing, like, that was, that was not overstepping any bounds, those were fine, it just was, like, I started to use those compliments and those, like, good jobs or those high fives as, like, as like tokens that I was doing a good job or that I was being or that I was being strong or I was being capable or that I was good enough and I started to take those and internalize them and if I didn't get a high five that day then I'd be like did I do something wrong am I not strong enough did I not do enough weight things like that when in reality they were just being nice. They were just saying good job. They were just giving me a high five. Things like that. Like I started to internalize these things and started to look for them in places when in reality they were just it was just a nice compliment. It was just a nice high five. It was 
it was just someone being friendly. Um, and so I'm going to move on from this example because I feel like I'm talking in circles. But the point is I started to internalize those high fives, those good jobs. And I started to think that if I didn't get enough of those, if someone didn't slap my hand or if or if someone didn't hold up their hand for a high five or if someone didn't tell me, oh, that was cool or that was good or like something like that, then I wasn't doing something good enough. My other example is the way I started to, um, okay, so a little backstory. We all know that in like middle school, it's like prime who's your crush time, you know? Like that's the, that's, those are the years when everyone is obsessed with like, who does this person like and who's dating who? And that's in air quotes because you can't see me. And so obviously like middle, so that's, what my middle school experience was at least that was like the time where people would be obsessed with like who has a crush on who or who's dating who and when I say dating I mean like hugging each other at the end of the day and on occasion holding hands gasp what like it was so stupid but I subconsciously um started to measure my self-worth off of how many boys found me attractive. So there would be times where people would have, where boys in my grade would have sleepovers and they would talk about who they liked and things like that. And if like the person, if one of my friends who's at the sleepover told me that everyone had said their crush and I wasn't someone's crush, then I'd be like, okay, I'm not pretty then. I'm not good enough. I'm not funny. I'm not, no one likes me. Things like that. Which is, now that I think about it, so stupid. But in the moment, I really felt it. I was like, no one likes me. (laughs) And that is such like, especially at that age, that is such a huge thing for someone to be like, I have a crush on on someone and that someone is you if that someone is you that that is that feels like the biggest thing in the world and or if someone just thinks you're attractive or someone thinks you're cute then that's like the hugest that's the biggest thing in the world to you and it just makes you feel good it like it honestly it just feels good to be liked even if you don't like that person back it feels good to know that someone appreciates you I started to measure my self-worth and how much I was how much I am a good person or how pretty I am or all that kind of stuff, I started to measure that off of how many boys liked me. And hearing those words come out of my mouth, I feel honestly really embarrassed um, because that is not the way I am now. And it is really sad to think that that like this is that that was my reality and this is what was going through my head but like that was what I was feeling that was how I was feeling that was how I was thinking and I I mean that was just like my reality at that point and that's really sad to me right now and honestly I'm still working on unlearning some of the lessons I taught myself or that I was taught um back like three years ago like this is 
what I just talked about, these two examples I just gave, I'm still unlearning what I'm telling, what I'm explaining right now. And this is like something that has stuck with me for a long time, something that I have learned more about. And like, again, like I said in the beginning, like something that I have used strategies to unteach myself or unlearn. And it's, it's just, it's, I, (laughs) I feel really embarrassed, but I also feel really sad for my seventh grade self to think that like, I was telling myself that if X amount of boys like me, then I'm pretty. You know, like that just seems so, not only is it shallow, but it's just, it's very, very sad that that was my reality at that point. Um, I'm happy that I'm over that. Um, If you are not over that or if you are struggling with this, I want to let you know that you're not alone. You are not the only person who measures their self-worth or tells themselves that, if these amount of people don't like me, then I'm good enough. Like, you're not the only person who does that. You're not the only person who does that. And I also want to say that, like, when I say that I am embarrassed to, like, when I say I'm saying all this, I want everyone to realize that it is not a bad thing to feel happy when someone likes you. It is not a bad thing to hear that someone thinks you're pretty or attractive or handsome. Like, it's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing at all. And it's, it's completely normal. It's completely, like I said, I've, I hate that word, but I'm just going to use it in this instance because I don't have a better term. It's normal. Everyone feels it. It's, well, most people feel it. It's something that, that we just all feel as humans. It's not a bad thing to feel happy when someone likes you. What I'm saying was a bad thing for me and that really took a drag on my mental health and my self-esteem was the fact that I was basing my entire how, what kind of person I am, like the entire, my entire self-esteem, my entire self-worth was based on how many people thought I was attractive. That was, that is where it gets toxic. It's not a bad thing to think, to be happy or excited when someone likes you. That's not bad at all. That is completely normal. That is completely healthy. That is completely something that everyone, mostly everyone feels. Um, it gets to be toxic when your entire self-esteem and your entire self-worth is based off of how many people or if someone likes you. That's when it is toxic. That's when it's bad. So the next thing that I wanted to kind of go into is um, why do we do this as women? Kind of my thoughts behind why um, we seek validation from men and um, again like I said in my little disclaimer before this whole episode is like I know that not all women feel the need to seek male validation but I know that it is very common among women Um, and so I am just making a general statement I am aware that there are not women who seek male validation but it is something that I struggle with and I know other struggle with as well So, with that being said, I think that the reason that we do this as women is because we're conditioned to, right? I mean, we're told that, I mean, like, we're, aside from, like, what we're told as women, we are, the beauty standard that is set for women and 
all that stuff has always been set by men. Because the most important thing that should be to a woman that society tells us that should be to us is the opinion of a man or making sure that the man is happy or making sure that the man likes what we're doing here. Like, that has always been what we have been told is the most important thing. And not saying that the opinions of men don't matter because obviously they do, but when it comes to things like our personal appearance or things like that, that their opinions don't matter. And that's the kind of thing that I think can spiral into us um, feeling like we need men to tell us that we're pretty or men to hit on us or things like that in order for us to feel like we're good enough. And I find that to be a huge problem because, you know, we shouldn't have to feel like we are or we shouldn't have to feel bad about ourselves because men don't think that we look pretty. Like it could literally it couldn't even be a bad thing like a man doesn't call you ugly or anything you're just not his type or you're not it's all about subject uh subjectiveness i pretty sure i talked about this in the body in one of my body positivity episodes um beauty is subjective so if you if someone doesn't find you pretty that's fine because someone else does and it's literally the most beautiful person in the world to you could be the ugliest to someone else. It is so subjective and people are attracted to such different things about people, about a person that if someone doesn't think that you're pretty or attractive or they don't like you like that, then honestly, it's, it, it's not anything that's wrong with you. It's probably just their personal preference, unless you're like in, an asshole and in in that case then yes you need to do some serious self-evaluation but I mean but going back to the topic on hand you know I I I, I genuinely think that like the way we are conditioned at women to put the opinions of men first and to make sure men are comfortable is very like important in creating that sense that we need to have that validation from men in order to be accepted and I I I feel like this also comes from the way that like single women are looked down upon or queer women aren't taken seriously by men and like these kinds of lessons that a woman needs a man in order to be happy or in order to be like normal is just this kind of ideology that is very harmful and then again like creates this sense of and feeling that we need this validation from men in order to know that we are good enough to know that to know our worth and also like things like being told like only getting compliments on our appearance like I was talking to this one guy once and I started noticing, like, objectively after the, like, the thing was over, I was able to see, like, oh man, the, I don't know that this guy was actually interested in me because of the only, the way he only made comments about the way I looked. Um, and I, like, that's a really hard thing to realize and come to terms with, but, you know, when we're, when there's little old me 
this little seventh grader being around these boys and men all the time I'm I mean and being so inexperienced in the thing that I was and like that that wasn't something that feeling of being inexperienced or that feeling of being um weaker was never really a feeling that I experienced growing up because I'm the oldest child so I I just always have been the person who like knows better or is like older and stronger and so like this feeling of being like the youngest there and feeling like being like not as strong as them because like they had been working out for way longer than I had like that kind of a feeling was very new to me and also very scary and so when and so I feel like in some ways I kind of wanted to be accepted by them even though they couldn't care less if I was there and that kind of transformed into me being needing validation and in order to feel like I was doing a good enough job or that I was strong enough or that I was capable enough something along those lines like and then like that's only one section of it like there were other times where I felt like I needed to be liked by this many boys in order to know that I was pretty or in order to know that I was like attractive and that I had a good personality is I measured my worth off of how many boys liked me and that is really troubling like it just it saddens me now but I mean like I said before in the moment that was those were very valid feelings to me and it's it's just, it's really sad that we kind of have this idea in society and that this is the kind of stuff that is hammered into us. I mean, I've been coming, becoming aware of more of this as I've gotten older and especially with like single women being looked down upon or queer women not being taken seriously and being told that their sexuality is just a phase or that it is... Um, that they just haven't found the right guy or they need to, or they just need a little straightening out. Like that's going to change anything. Like that kind of stuff I've become more aware of as I get older. And that kind of, that kind of feeling, especially if someone hears it when they are very impressionable and very young can kind of give them that feeling that like, oh, so I need to be liked by men in order to be good enough. And again, that's a very problematic thing and that's very also like not true at all. Like your worth is not based off of how many men find you attractive because like I said, how someone sees you is very subjective and it all ha- and it all is different based on every person because everyone has different experiences everyone's a different person everyone's unique all that good stuff but it's it's just I feel like I kind of want to wrap this part up because I have some other things I want to talk about too but in short like I feel like the reason that we do this and that some of us do this and that some of us feel the need that we need like feel that we need to have a certain kind of validation from men and something I didn't even think about like this isn't just with like relationships this is like in the workplace where men are 
most times, because of the way this has been set up for centuries, men are in positions of power over women. And that's a whole nother topic for another day, but when you are constantly having a boss who is a man and you never have anyone above you who is a woman, you start to feel like you need, you start to connect the validation that you get from a boss, that you're doing a good job because that validation is important. You start to connect that with men subconsciously. I can, at least that's the way I think that I, my brain works and that I thought of it. This might not be true for everyone, but when, I don't know, but, um, it's just that kind of feeling of needing a man's validation is very problematic and it's it's a hard thing to think about and it's a hard thing to come to terms with I have struggled with this I am still struggling with this this is not I don't want to sound condescending I don't want to sound like I'm trying to bring down other people and say like oh I'm better than this because I'm not I felt these same feelings that I'm describing right now. That's the only way I know how to describe them. And I still don't know how to scri- describe all of them because I'm sure I'll experience some of these feelings later on in life as well as I get older and experience different things at different ages. I mean, I have lived a short amount of time compared to the amount of time I'm going to live as a whole. So it just is really... I really want um, to try and make sure that that we are understanding that we don't need that validation. And that's kind of what I want to shift into the last topic of um or the last little section of this topic because I don't want to ramble too long but like I said I'm I was going to share some ways that I started to be able to be like shift away from that kind of thinking um and I I feel like the one thing that really started to help me was reading listening finding resources finding strong independent women um, who weren't afraid to do whatever they needed to do in order to succeed. Like, finding women who are strong and, like, capable, like, finding just incredible women and kind of have letting them become my role models and listening to their stories and reading their books and listening to their words just kind of started to help me realize that like so validation from anyone like in a healthy way is very important um we all seek validation uh for example like valid like i said before validation from a boss that your that you're doing good at your job that's very important because otherwise you don't know how you're doing at your job you need progress reports when you're working somewhere um validation from your friends and family if you if someone if someone comes out as lgbtq um 
validation from their friends and family is and the people that they that are that they love is very important and it is a huge part of shaping their mental health and support system um that kind of validation is very important validation from your partner validation from your friends validation from anyone in our lives is very important i think when it starts to get like i said toxic and when it starts to get unhealthy is when you kind of start equating validation in your life to only men and to even to men that don't know you as a person that you don't know as a person that you have like if I don't know how to explain it, but when you start equating all the validation that you receive and you need to have it from men, then that's when it can get unhealthy. Or if you start equating, if you start needing validation specifically only from one person, that in an unhealthy way, like you constantly need it, it becomes unhealthy and it becomes obsessive and it's not good for your mental health, for that person's mental health, any of it. Um, So something like other than finding strong role models I'd say that something else that I do is starting to realize or just starting to tell myself and to repeat to myself that other people's opinions don't matter and like obviously like everything I'm saying take it like everything I say take it with a grain of salt everyone's experiences are different if someone is telling you that you're a terrible person and that like you're you're doing all the stuff that you're not don't listen to them you don't have to change who you are because someone says doesn't agree with you or something like that or that if someone's a terrible person and they're telling you all this stuff like don't listen to them um but I mean when thinking about this I had I heard a quote recently that can help me explain it um I'm not going to quote it exactly because I I this is not going to be an exact quote but it said something along the lines of your character is more important than your reputation because while your reputation is what other others perceive of you your character is what you really are so other people can perceive you as whatever they want to but they won't truly know you because they only perceive you in a certain way and they're kind of distanced from you. The people that love you, the people that support you, the people who are truly there for you will understand and or will who they they know you and that's all that really matters. Um, I know we all can get obsessed with this idea of having like a big group of people who are our friends and that can be appealing at sometimes but sometimes like one I'm pretty sure a lot of people have heard this saying before but one good friend is better than a lot of bad ones um and so even if your support if your support group is tiny if your support group is large whatever the case may be it it is important for you to have good people in your life and people that will support you and love you no matter what and it is it's a hard thing to have to deal with I'm like again I want to just reiterate I am in no way 
perfect. I am in no way saying that I am completely done and I don't look for validation from men because I definitely do. It's something that I, it's a learned habit. It's something that I've been told through beauty standards, through the way people think that women should act and think, through the way people think a woman should be. I am still, I'm still struggling to root through that on its own. That's something that I'm still struggling with and something that I will struggle with most likely for my whole life because there's no way that I can learn everything. There's no way that I will have the same experiences or all the experiences that women face because, again, like my experience as a white woman is going to be different than the experience of a woman of color. So that's a whole nother, again, a whole nother story. But like what I'm trying to say is that there are layers and there's a lot of different ways that I will not experience the same thing as another woman and I just there's no way for me to know everything um and so it's again a thing that I'm working on I am working about on this I am struggling with this still this is something that I am still unlearning something that I am still trying to root through, still trying to sort through. I am in no way close to knowing what the heck I'm doing. Um, But I kind of just, I I think the purpose of this episode was just to talk about it and to kind of share my feelings and share my thoughts and just kind of put everything out there in a way that was hopefully kind and considerate. I tried to be as considerate as possible. Um, If this uh, episode made you uncomfortable and you're not there to be able to start sorting through your feelings on this, then that's totally fine too. Um, I'm at a different place than everyone. Everyone's at a different place in their journey, but I think I'm going to wrap this part up because I am just rambling. But I mean, this is, again, like this is an ongoing process as is everything. Like, Like, if I just compare it to like, an episode or like a topic that I've done twice before body positivity I am in no way I mean I love myself but that doesn't mean that I still don't find flaws in myself all the time that doesn't mean that I still don't hate the way I look at some points that still doesn't mean that I don't struggle with loving myself some days it's it's always going to be an ongoing struggle and it's always going to be an ongoing battle but I feel like if I am able to just talk about I feel like one of the things that helps me so much is to talk about it. So that's, I think that's the main reason I just wanted to come on here is just like air all my feelings out, talk about it, ramble about it, do all that stuff because that really helps me. So, um, I mean, I hope some of you found this interesting. Again, like if you're not there to be able to start rooting through this, that's totally fine too. Um, everyone's at a different place, but I think I'm going to wrap this up. All right, everyone. So as we're coming to the close of this episode, um, I'm obviously going to do my recommendations as well. Um, I've been getting into this, this artist recently. They're called Bebaba Doobie. No, Beba Doobie. Beba Doobie. Um, and they're Music is very chill. It feels like coffee on a Sunday morning, and I absolutely love it. So the song that I want you all to listen to is called If You Want To, and obviously check out all their music, but 
that one specifically, it was, it's, it's great. Um, so, again, that's that. Um, also, I didn't mention this in the intro, but I don't know if you all noticed, but in the description of this podcast, I have put, um, some phone numbers and text numbers, um, in the description of the actual overall podcast. Um, I've put some phone numbers and text lines that you can use if you're feeling, um, if you're having some, uh, some scary thoughts, um, and if your mental health is just at a very low point, um, I want you all to know that it is not disgusting that you're feeling these kinds of thoughts. There's nothing wrong with you, but you don't need to be feeling like this, and you can get help to not feel like this anymore. So if you would, if you are feeling like this at all, you can look at the links in my dis- in the description of the entire podcast as a whole. Um, I have text lines and phone numbers that you can use or call if you need to chat with someone or if you're having some scary thoughts. So um, I just got those up in the description and then because there is a limit, um, I don't know if you all know this, but on Anchor there is a limit to how many words or characters you can put in the description of a podcast and I do have mental health links and you're not allowed to put links in the description of a podcast too which is sucky but uh anyway I'm going to be putting links for um mental health resources and information to educate yourself on um in the description of every episode from here on out so Um, There will be actual links, physical links that you can click on and check out if you need to, but um, I just have the crisis text lines and the crisis text lines and um, phone numbers that you can call or text if you need help. So um, I want to remind you all that it is not shameful or anything like that to need help. Um, That is what these people who are good at doing what their job this is their jobs this is what they are trained to do this is they're trained to help you and they are here to help you so if you need help it's not shameful to ask for it or to need it and I would highly encourage you to reach out to any of these resources Um, so again I have those in the description of the entire podcast and I will be putting links in the description of each episode on their own so Um, if you, again, if you need them, please feel free to use them. I put them there for a reason. Um, and I think that's about it. So as always, make sure that your mental health is up, is, is okay, is doing fine. And now I have the links for you all. So click, use those if you need them. Um, And once your mental health is okay, make sure that the other people in your life are feeling okay as well. Make sure you check on other people. Um, Call someone that you haven't in a while, things like that, all that good stuff. And um, just make sure, do something for yourself today and make sure that um, that you're feeling good. And make sure that you're not stretching yourself too thin or anything like that. We, stress is not fun, so let's all be 
kind to ourselves. Um, and yeah, so I think that's about it. And yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. So thank you all so much for listening. Um, I truly do appreciate your support. I, it has, it just is very nice to see you all listen and no matter how small of a group you are. So thank you very much for listening every week. Um, I'll be here next week and the week after that, you, no one's getting rid of me. So, uh, that, yeah, I think I'm going to just wrap this up with, uh, a see you all next week and I just completely messed up my goodbye. Oh my God. (laughs) With a bye and this see you all next week.